your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 653 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains on a game day, Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals come to the CTC, where Pilsy, the Sens, are undefeated on the season. Oh yeah, they are. And we might get a new look for your Ottawa Senators as they reveal their reverse retro jerseys. We'll tell you which five games are going to be wearing those, what we like about them, what we don't like, and more. All that coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Thursday, October 20th. The show is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow grow is to like every video by clicking the thumbs up and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. If it's your first time listening, I'm sorry, I don't usually sound like this, but to be fair, we've got good reason after an amazing trip to Ottawa Pills. And Ross, this is weird being back in our home podcast studios. We had been doing live in-person podcasts. The vibes were at an all-time high back in Ottawa, but you made the trip back to Winnipeg, Manitoba. I'm back in the Blue Mountains, and uh, we're gearing up for another game day. So the grind don't stop, Ross. No, and I was just thinking, there are people who went on Tuesday and went on Thursday. I want to hear from you in the comments. What was your home remedy? Because there's no way you were clicking at 100% yesterday. There's no chance anyone who was in the building screaming Zub after he made it 7-5 was working at 100% the next day. No, I mean, all 19,811 of us are day-to-day aboard these (laughs) next couple days, yeah. (laughs) Hey, not day-to-day yet, but we also got news today that Cam Talbot was at practice. So he's coming up on about three weeks since the injury. So it's good to see him back. There's still no imminent return. Anton Forsberg is going to take the net for Ottawa when they host Washington, a team that's had the Senators' numbers for the last Decade and a half, basically the Alex Ovechkin era. I was going to say, yeah, when was Alex Ovechkin drafted? Yes, 2004 would be your answer there. And, well, the numbers aren't pretty for Ottawa since. We'll pull that up for you later. We'll get into the starting lineups, the unfortunate circumstances that we won't get a proper salute for Connor Brown. He's one of multiple capitals out of the lineup, but the others are for different reasons. Well, Tom Wilson's a long-term off-season surgery. He's still recovering from that. And Evgeny Kuznetsov, the number one center on this team, is out one game due to a suspension. But Pilsy, if anyone hasn't seen it, like what was your initial reaction when you saw the Kuznetsov play? It was one like a ooh, like one of those. Like the uh, I think there's a gif. Is it Jay Z where he's doing the ooh? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not in a good way because uh, yeah, Kuznetsov. And we talked about it on Locked On NHL, Ross. That should have been a much bigger suspension. I mean, when you start using your stick clearly as a weapon and in no part of play or going for the puck, 
there's a big issue there, and that needs to be punished much more than one game, especially for a guy like Kuznetsov. Uh, that needs to the Capitals need to feel that burn a little bit more than just one game. However, if it's going to be one game, I'm glad it's one game against Ottawa. Yes, hundred percent. And, and Kuznetsov uh, retaliated too for the play, right? He didn't like what Kyle Burroughs with Vancouver did. Vancouver, by the way, blew a multi-goal third period lead, doing their best impression. Uh, doing yeah, that all year, Ross. I think every a, game they've blown yep, the lead. They have. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux, though, on record today, just being like, "Hey, I'm not going to judge the team on a five-game road trip to start the season." I mean, that is fair. It's a bit of a tough start for the guys, but. Um, that's neither here nor there. You can tune into Lockdown Connects for that. We're just fired up that Ottawa gets to uh, have an advantageous lineup against them tonight. There's no other way to put it. We'll pull up those lines later and tell you exactly why. But, Pilsy, now that you've had a few moments back in Collingwood, what's going to be your everlasting memory from that week in Ottawa? I was just thinking that, like, Ross, that might have been the greatest Tuesday of my life. (laughs) Like... (laughs) For the home opener to happen, and we we kept doing this all uh, all week, Ross. We were telling people, like, I think you even went up to someone and said, how's your weekend been? And they're like, dude, it's Tuesday. <laughs> and, but it just felt like a weekend experience. I mean, everybody was there for the game, it seemed like. The pregame meetup was something special. Ottawa just has a special spot in my heart now because every time I go, I end up uh, getting to stay with you and your parents. We end up going to a game or two or a co- or even more, getting some 67s actions into and getting to see all the Sens fans at the rink. Back to a normal hockey atmosphere and with a team that has finally some excitement in the air. It's, it's a feeling you can't even really describe. So thank you, everyone that showed up for the game. Thank you, everyone that made it a good time. And thank you to the Ottawa Senators for getting a 7-5 win. Perfectly said, Pilsy. Like, you can't thank everyone enough for coming to the Stanleys before the game. And then just the atmosphere, walking over as a team, over across the cornfields of Canada, on the way to the CTC, right as the sun was setting, I may add. It was add. beautiful, yeah. It was perfect. It called for rain. No, not a cloud in the sky. I think we had a rainbow the night before. Just good omens. Good vibes at the arena. The the staff at the CTC did fantastic, by the way. I was expecting it to be all the way down to that flame, like right at the end of the concourse outside with a line. No, we got it. You went right to the door. It was great. I mean, at intermission, you could feel the squeeze, and that's what you get with a capacity crowd. Certainly, you prefer it to the alternative, but it was great. You and I found that little nook to have our hot dogs. But, no, all in all, you remember it as – as just a fantastic weekend and it, it was fun getting to set up the first live show so absolutely love to see this as i've been doing this though i've been looking it up uh you weren't born on a tuesday were you i don't remember the exact date of my birth ross okay. but uh no i don't think i was so, born on a tuesday so we're gonna go with two this being the best tuesday of your life yeah, I'll, I'll keep that on record, best Tuesday of my life, unless someone can go through every other Tuesday of my life and, and rank <laughs> them and change my mind. I'm open to that, but uh, for now, we'll say top Tuesday. Yes, and talking about how amazing it is being back at the Canadian Tire Center, we want to give you the chance to go to the Canadian Tire Center on Monday when the Ottawa Senators continue this same homestand on Monday against the Dallas Stars pair of battles before then tonight against Washington Saturday afternoon against Arizona, but you could get two tickets in section one Oh five. And that winner will be announced on the postcast tonight. We've got a random tweet generator. It's a probably something used by corporations when they do these events, our first time using it, but we're going to do it live on 
the postcast. We're going to pick a winner, so make sure you tune in. Martian and Pillsy will have you the postcast. I got to work tonight, but I'm still going to be tuning in as much as I can because we got to reverse this curse that the Washington Capitals have put on the Ottawa Senators. Let's get into tonight's game. But first, Pillsy, you got a word from one of our favorite sponsors. We do, Ross. And since we had a a much better... um battle with betonline.ig i was losing the battle to start the year but i'm back now i'm gonna i'm gonna reintroduce pilsy's parlay but the place to do that guys the only place is betonline.ag and you can check out betonline.net for all the latest scores odds player performance props totals want they got it at betonline.net it's your number one spot for all your sports for scores, updates, analysis, opinions, podcasts, news, everything. They got it. And it's not just hockey. There's basketball. There's baseball. There's soccer. There's golf. There's boxing. There's UFC. Whatever you like, they got it. So head to the website today. And Ross, that's what I'm doing right now for Pillsy's Parlay of the Day. And, I mean, let's start with the obvious one. Of course, we're taking Sen's money line here. Interesting odds, though, Ross. Minus 104 for the Sens, minus 106 for the Capitals. So that is insanely close odds there. And then I'm just trying to get a quick buck here. I'm not trying to go full uh, galaxy brain, but the San Jose Sharks are 0-5. They're up against the New York Rangers. I think that uh, streak is going to continue for them. So I'm taking the Rangers money line at minus 278. Sens money line, Rangers money line. Together in a parlay, put ten bucks in. You're gonna win sixteen sixty seven. That's at BetOnline.ag. It's where the game starts, and every game has to have energy. And where do you get your energy? Could it be from Ottawa's best restaurant? Confirmed on the Locked On Senators podcast with boots on the ground, but it just doesn't get any better than Shawarma Palace. They have nine different locations so you're never too far away from a shawarma palace but you can also never be too lazy to get it either because they're on all the delivery apps you can just go on your phone and just make sure that it comes right to you i'll be honest pilsy and i were in our quickest mood on wednesday morning so what we did is ordered shawarma palace it came felt good pilsy had the garlic potatoes i mean yeah i didn't want to talk to him close up for like 25 minutes 30 minutes but you know what that's the price you pay when you want the most delicious food in all the land. Pilsy, this was your first Shawarma Palace in a little while. Did it feel just like home? It hit very good both times, Ross. We went <laughs> where we met with our buddy Jack. He was at the location. And then, Ross, we wanted Shawarma Palace again that very night. But then we were both like, oh, wait, it's 1 a.m. on a Tuesday. Most establishments aren't open. So no fault of Shorma Palace, but we hit with delivery, which you can do too, Ross, because they're on all your favorite delivery food websites. Yes, we love Shawarma Palace. You're among family at Shawarma Palace. And one of my favorite parts of being in this partnership right now with Shawarma Palace is that they love the Sens just as much as you. And we got to meet the owner, like you said. He comes in wearing his Timmy Superstar jersey. You absolutely love to see it. Sens games taste better with shawarma palace so go check out their dish there i always get the extra garlic with the chicken shawarma platter save some for later it's just a great treat from our friends at shawarma palace go get ottawa's best tasting shawarma at shawarma palace at any of their nine locations including their flagship store on rideau street where you could run in to pilsy and i all right pilsy so it's a sends game day 
up against the Washington Capitals. And this is a team that's had Ottawa's number for years. But are you confident that there's a W? I know you put in your parlay of the day, but I don't know how much that speaks hey, to a win coming. Hey, come on. Um, I am confident they can win, Ross. However, with Alexander Ovechkin in that lineup, I mean, I'll give you a hot second here to pull up Ovechkin's stats up against the Sens Ooh. because they are abysmal. Ross, I remember back in our early days of podcasting before uh, we, I should say you though, were SEO experts. We named <laughs> one of the episodes, the Sens get overwhelmed by the Capitals, OV <laughs> hyphen whelmed uh, i thought that was pretty creative by yours truly but it might not have uh, done a, done great on the google searches but that's what happens to the Ottawa senators seemingly every time alex ovechkin comes to town or they head to washington uh, the the battle of the two nations capitals we gotta put that in there too wow. that's a little extra spice on this one as they come to canada but I think the fact that we're looking at yet another team, Ross, that is very down on their luck when you look at the suspension of Kuznetsov, the injuries they have. You reference, unfortunately, Connor Brown not going to be making his return back to Ottawa. But this is a team that's down and out. And the Senators, they can't feel sorry for them. They can't play down to their competition if you think it's going to be a weaker game. Because this is still a really good team. And when you have superstars like Ovechkin in the lineup and John Carlson is uh, a great offensive defenseman. You got to be on your top game. So I think it's going to be a close one, but I got the Sens coming out on top. Of course, we know that crowd's still going to be there pumping up that team. Yes, Alex Ovechkin has 35 goals in 51 games against the Ottawa Senators, 56 points. He's plus 20, plus 20, which I know isn't everything, but that's the best he's got against any team not named the New Jersey Devils. Ross, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to say plus minus garbage stat uh, nice. in, in this for losers. in this form. Yeah, as Wayne Gretzky would say, stats are for losers. Yeah, I mean if if you're gonna name drop or oh, this guy says it, I mean so that at least carries a little bit of weight. And Brent Wallace on Twitter, if you want to hear his podcast thoughts, right now that uh, Wham is no longer, but I, I like it. He put out a couple of the stat packs with them as well, and. Man, it's not pretty. The Cavs are 8-1-1 in their last 10 visits to Ottawa. So eight wins in their last 10 home games. Their last win against Washington home was January 24th, 2017. So many moons ago, there will be one. no players on the ice for Ottawa. Only Derek Broussard is still on the team. Not even (laughs) still back on the team from from that time. So, no, we'll we'll get into our classic game day preview. Got our lockdown player, lookout player, but... I feel like we're so far in the show. We got to get into these reverse retros that are taking the internet by storm. First off, like, do you like how they do it? All 32 right at the same time. It's kind of sensory overload. Yeah. But I mean, let's be honest about 10 of them had already been leaked, but yeah, I agree with you. I think it would have been better. Like you could do one every like two minutes or something. So for a full hour block, you're you're getting hit with news. I think they should have milked it better. How about a division a day for a week? Like for four days. I like that, but with the way news is today, Ross, yeah, the, that final division would already be leaked. Well, except people thought the Sens had been leaked. That black one with just the red and white sleeves we added on this show is a potential leak, and that's yeah. not what it is. We'll pull it up in a sec, but as you can see, I've changed my jersey in the case. We've got the Senegoth because I, I would say loosely based on that because the Senegoth yeah. has three colors in it, and this one only has two. What was your first impression when you saw these ones? I'll be honest. My first impression was just like uh, – 
Hmm. Yeah, like that's nice. Like, and you tweeted out, Ross. Like, no matter what, uh, they're they're gonna look good. And uh, if you follow the formula of what the Sens jerseys are now, it's gonna look good. This we gotta give them props. It's miles better than the last one. Literally, just all red and pretty much the same thing. Which and with uh, impossible to read numbers on TV, and these ones are impossible not to see. And that's, that's we're, actually we're, I I appreciate that. Yeah, here we're pull, we're pulling it up right now. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the reverse retro that you said they're only going to wear it five times. Yeah, so I've got the tweet here since you brought it up, Ross. Uh, the games they are going to be wearing them: November 30th versus the Rangers, December okay. 12th versus Anaheim, January 1st. I like that ringing in the new year with New Jerseys versus Buffalo. January 18th versus Pittsburgh and January 28th versus Montreal. So if you guys are are super into these reverse retros, mark those dates down uh, so you can see the boys wearing them. Yeah, I think they're all right. Like because the numbers are so big in white, they kind of pop on the arms a little bit. But we saw, and I want to give credit to it as well, but there was a Twitter account that put up what these exact jerseys would look like with white in the middle swoosh. And I think they're so much sharper. Yep, I agree with that. And check out our boy, Liam's Martian, retweeted it, but with the white as well, but then the Senegoth logo. Because we right. love this logo, but the whole, it's a reverse retro. Like, Well, it kind of is a reverse, logo. though, dude. Because they've got, like, I've got it in the back there. They have the goth on the front, but they have the 2D on the sleeve. So now they've rotated those. I got that, too. But, Ross, my main point, my main takeaway is major major l not having the laurels like i can't forgive them for that i like this one and i like the big numbers i like the senegoth on the thing i like that they tried something new but no laurels is is an automatic l uh for me so i like this jersey but i think like a lot of people are saying you probably i don't know if i'll buy it Mm -hmm. yeah we'll we'll see i I think they'll look all right it'd be cool if they went with uh it'd be cool if they went with the uh, red pants with that or something to make it pop but i think it's going to be pretty black head to toe i just yeah i think it could have had a little extra splash like again we're not designers i guess what would you even call that give yourself some credit ross you make some pretty good graphics some of those are coming up on the show (laughs) thanks for the tire pump i needed that one but it's okay I think a lot of them are okay. Maybe I, I, I spent so many years and so much energy to try and convince the Sens to get the 2D back. You did. I'm all jerseyed out. We like Mission accomplished, fed accompli. Um, I'm, I'm, out of the, I'm out of the jersey care game. I'll, I'll rock them and I like a good one, but I can't get mad at jerseys as much as I used to. Yeah, that's fair. I've already got. Uh, I love that tier maker website. You can tier them. I'm gonna do okay. my tier maker, and obviously, the only reason anyone does lists, as Corey Promen knows, is for people to get mad at them. So <laughs> I'll make my list. You guys can get mad at them, and I uh, won't won't reply <laughs> to any of the comments. But I, I've got that ready uh, ready to go here. So I, yeah. I'm sure you'll end up doing this. Well, the old the old tweet. And then hit the three buttons, mute conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. I want, I want to, I want to see them, the but heat? I'm not going to engage. Yeah. You want the heat? All right, all right. Stay yeah. in the kitchen if you want the heat. And hopefully, the Sens are willing to do that tonight when they take on the Washington Capitals. I'm also going to get Pilsy thoughts on who is favorite and who is least favorite. A little tease of the tears coming to his Twitter oh. at Brandon Pillar One a little later on. But as we do in each each and every game day, we're going to get into the lineups, keys to victory, locked on, and lookout players of the game all that's coming up next you're watching the locked on senators podcast your team 
every day. All right, Pillsy, game day for the Ottawa Senators, who are riding a one-game streak as they continue a five-game homestand to start a stretch where you really need to gather some wins after back-to-back losses to start. Before we get into the lineups, do you have a number one overwhelming key to victory for Ottawa tonight? My overwhelming key to victory, Ross, is wow, shut, never down, that before. <laughs> shut down Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah, I don't care how you do it. It's it's like when uh, when football teams they go up against a top wide receiver, like your cup, double team him, and if the Rams can beat you with uh, their other wide receivers, props to them. So that because I think with no Kuznetsov, uh, the injuries that we mentioned, no Connor Brown, I think they got a couple other. Who am I? Oh, Tom Wilson. Um, so without those three key guys up front, take care of Ovechkin and if Connor Sheary ends up potting a goal or two on you, you you just you just accept that because with these stats that you read about Ovechkin, you cannot torch you. So that's going to be my key to victory is uh, do your best to contain Alexander Ovechkin. I know that's a tall task and I don't know how they're going to do that, but I think that's the that's what the game hinges on here. Well, Alex Ovechkin scored career number goal 500 against Ottawa. Now he's all the way up at 782 as he continues to climb the leaderboard all the way. I think he's going to get to number one. He's got a few more years left in him. He won't he stop until he does. He's 37 years old, though. But already, with two goals, three assists, he leads these Washington Capitals with five points in four games. As we pull up the Washington Capitals lineup, the Capitals, by the way, are 2-2. Two and two on the season and they're going with Stanley cup champion Darcy Kemper in between the pipes. Kemper is two and one on the year, a three Oh four goals against and an eight eighty nine save percentage. The top line for Washington is Lars Eller, Alex Ovechkin and Connor Sherry on the second line. It's Dylan Strome between Matthew Protus and TJ Oshie. The third line, Connor McMichael between Johansson, Marcus Johansson, that is, and Anthony Manta. And the third line, Dowd, Sneevel, and Hathaway on defense. Dimitri Orlov with John Carlson. Feharvey, I think I butchered that. He's a former 67 too. That's bad. Bad for me. I can tell you, though, he's playing with Nick Jensen tonight. And the third pair, Eric Gustafson and don't call me James, Tyler. Van Reems die. Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> Don't call me James. Call me Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? You know what? That actually, you got TBR right, though. I'll give you that. I mean, honestly, um, this might be the toughest team, names-wise, pronunciation-wise. So, hey, Dino, get to the rink early tonight. You got some new names. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, I, I, I mean, if you would have told me that Lars Eller and Connor Sheary would be on a line with Alexander Ovechkin one day, I don't think I would have believed you. So that's very interesting. Although I say that, Ross, and I'm looking at uh, Washington stats, and Connor Sheary has three goals in four games, shooting at a 30% clip. So maybe I shouldn't chirp him too much. No, maybe you shouldn't. So here, here we go. Ready? Martin Fevervry. No, come on. This guy did not get that right. That's brutal. That it's on a web- worse than yours. It's on a website. The article's called "How to Pronounce His Name." Come on. Well, one okay. One of the development camp players joked, "We just call him Martin." Okay, so will we. Martin on defense Marty. for the Washington Capitals. So, who's your lookout player? And 
no low hanging fruit. Honestly, it's like a great vine that's already touching all the way down if you take Alex Ovechkin. Well, Ross, as Jeff Merrick likes to say, low-hanging fruit is still nutritious and it still tastes good, even though it's easy. But fine, I won't take the low-hanging fruit here. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Mantha as my uh, lookout player because, man, that was a massive, massive trade a long time ago. I feel like so far Detroit has won that trade, although Vrana, unfortunately, is out for the Red Wings as well. I believe he's with the player assistance program right now. But uh, Mantha has been injured a long time for the Washington Capitals, but he's finally getting into it. And that's a guy, we saw a lot of him in his Detroit games. And if I remember correctly, he was a Guelph Storm guy, so I probably saw a lot of him too. But big, dominant power forward. I think the Capitals had visions of him and Wilson just making that right side really tough to play against. But he's kind of working his way back up to what he used to be. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out for Mantha because when he's on his game and healthy and playing a tough physical game, he creates space for himself and his line mates. And he's got a nice offensive touch to him as well. So that's going to be the guy I'm looking out for, Ross. I'm going to go to that right wing and probably the toughest to play against winger on this team right now should be outside of Ovechkin. Obviously there's always that caveat with Washington, but it's TJ Oshie. And I want to know if he's going to slow down with all these injuries because he's already up to three points in four games. And this is a guy who missed so much time last year, 38 games between a lower body injury, an upper body injury, COVID and a non COVID illness. And then to make matters worse, he had to get off-season surgery to get a full recovery on what was ailing him in his upper body. So I was expecting him now, not the young spry TJ Sochi anymore, but 36 years old. And you're like, okay, last year only scored 11 goals, but also, I should say, played 44 games. Whereas before that, this guy had hit over 22 goals every year in the past six seasons. And you look before that, 19, 19. 19. So I I think that for him, it's like, are you ever going to slow down? He plays that power forward game. And I'm going to be interested to see because now there's a little more pressure on him and he doesn't have the same centerman getting him the puck. So him and Dylan Strom is new guys. It's no Nicholas Backstrom. Whereas we we're used to seeing this team with Backstrom, Ovechkin and Oshie as kind of the top unit. So I'm interested to see if and how he can control play on his own line and kind of make things easy for the kid on the other wing and Dylan Strom down the middle, who's been kind of hot and cold and kind of an undercover matchup, as I say, Dylan Strom. Him and Alex DeBrinket are best buddies. They're all over each other's Instagram all the time and the time with the Blackhawks in Chicago. So I wonder if they've got a little money on the board for tonight's game. Yeah, probably. And Dylan Strom is a player that I actually like when he's placed in the proper kind of role. I thought he's had some really good years uh, here and there, but yeah, Oshie is a guy that uh, with, and I'm glad you mentioned Backstrom. That's a big uh, omission by us when talking about the injuries. So yeah, it's just it seems like he might be one of those guys, and I hope might not. Be dumb, eh? But one of those where it's like the veteran, he's just LTIR, and then you just kind of forget, and then they just yeah. don't play anymore. It sucks. He he's been unbelievable. I hope he comes back and plays, but he should. He's likely, if not confirmed, already going to be out for all of this regular season. So he's not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, that's too bad for the Washington Capitals. Uh, and then you look at the goaltending, Ross. Uh, oh, my cat just busted through the door there. It's nice. not a that popped uh, the door open. Um, but Darcy Kemper playing in net tonight. Those stats don't overwhelm at all, Ross. And hopefully the Senators can kind of take advantage of uh, Kemper's had a bit of a slow start here uh, to start the season. And 
For I like DJ Smith. We can maybe kind of transition to the Sens now. Yep. I'll do a little segue for you here, Ross. I like DJ Smith Smooth. giving <laughs> giving Anton Forsberg the morning off. This is a guy that's going to be getting in a lot of games. We know Talbot is back on the ice, but is nowhere near coming back. So it was nice that Forsberg gets the, the morning off and he's going to come into this game. I got, I got the utmost faith in Anton Forsberg because although he didn't play amazing, uh, in the game where he gave up five goals, that's never really that good. I still thought he gave his team a chance to win. He certainly did. And you look at what DJ Smith is kind of doing. I'm sure it's more of a Zach Burke thing, especially after we spoke to DJ about the goalies. But I think giving him the, the morning off is is absolutely the play. Because yeah. I don't really understand or know if Magnus Helberg is going to play a game. For the Ottawa Senators, I think they could just roll in, especially with Talbot back. Like I, I don't see him coming in in the next week or two. I wouldn't mind giving him the start against Arizona. Not, not. I know it's a trap game and they beat the Leafs, etc. But I don't, I don't believe it's a good idea to fully ride Forsberg a hundred percent because even when Talbot's back, I still think Forsberg should be getting not way more games than Talbot, but I still think he should be your one A guy. Okay. All right. Well, let's pull up the Senators lineup. It's going to be the same as we've seen. DJ Smith continues to keep things rolling. Brady Kachuk was back at practice today after only taking part in the power play portion before yesterday's skate. And we know he took a shot off the tongue of his skate, which doesn't sound comfortable, but it looks like he'll be back in the lineup tonight. So the captain will be at left wing alongside three point. Timmy might be a new nickname for Timmy superstar as he is. He had his eighth, three-plus point game. We spoke at length about that on yesterday's show. And Drake Batherson at right wing, another three-point night. And if you've been OG listeners of the show, ever since Bet Online joined, I've been trying to beat them on the Drake Batherson three-point bet. That goes back years. Then Norris, Debrinkit with Giroux, Pinto, Mott, and Joseph, Mark Kastelik, Jesus, as the boys are calling him, with Marker, Parker Kelly and Austin Watson. On defense, Shabbat and Zoo. Jake Sanderson and Travis Hamanick, and then Eric Branstrom with Nick Holden. Anton Forsberg goes in goal, one win, two losses, 338 goals against, and a 900 save percentage. The scratches remain the same. Nikita Zaitsev on the back end, Derek Broussard, and Dylan Gambrell. The lone injury for the Sens is Cam Talbot. Pilsy, you're locked on. Player to watch. My locked-on player, and uh, you mentioned him briefly when we talked about Strom, but it's got to be Alex Dabrinkit. I mean, this guy has... 15 shots on goal and no goals. And there's, they haven't exact, like, it's not like he's had grade A scoring chances. It's just been kind of him doing what an elite shooter does, getting pucks on net. So I want to see the Sens set him up, preferably get him a goal on the power play here. Let's get the Debrinkat rolling. No, oh, please, please, please. I just don't want to hear the, the, the talk. And as other guys pull away and they get their cookies, yeah, Debrinkit definitely don't want to be left behind. But I think if he keeps keeps gripping the stick the way he is, I, I don't think it's that he's missing chances. I think he's getting good opportunities. Goalies are making saves. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. And we wrote on this one at Bet Online for fun uh, on the game Tuesday. But tonight's the night for Alex Debrinkit to, to score his first as a member. Is that a levy lock? Yeah, it's a levy lock. Levy lock. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Levy lock tonight. So we're looking forward to that. And then on the back end, I'm going to see if Eric Branstrom can continue nice. this, this great play. So uh, I'm excited to see Branstrom elevate and, and just the confidence and poise he's carrying with the puck. And my key to victory, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just like I said with the uh, the jerseys and why I wasn't matching you fellas with the home 
with the home uh, blacks. I had to stick with the Alfie white because that's what they won with against Montreal and New Jersey to yep. end last season. But now it's can the Ottawa Senators get continued production from Eric Branstrom? And if he can, then we can talk about the power play. Now that can take the next step, but they haven't really had a whole lot of opportunities with the power play in the last couple of games. So I would like to see that get another chance tonight. Yeah, agreed. It's not like the power play, it, which is surprising, Ross, in a 7-5 game. It's not like the power play really played a big part of that last game, if if at all. I think the Sens were just 0-2, for 2, and the Bruins, what, maybe 1-3 for 3 or something like that? It wasn't a huge factor. No, it wasn't at all. The Senators, I don't think, got any power play goals. I'm pulling it up right no, now. No, no, I know none yeah, of them were on the two. power play. Yeah, yeah, 0 for 2. So se- 7 goals, all at even strength. I love that. It was just Krejci's goal at the start of the second period that was a, a power play And we play missed marker, that, so. so yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think one of them was 4 on 4, like a shortened power play. So I like to see them snap it around a little bit more. Maybe 4 or 5, get the feet moving and make yeah. sure that you're skating. Because this, I think as a whole, this Washington team is like, they're on the older side for sure. In the Definitely. National Hockey League. So I'm hoping that Ottawa can take advantage of that a little bit tonight and and see what they can get. Now, as I've been having this conversation, I pulled it up. And yeah, Levy Locke at plus 179 for a Debrink at one goal. I, I like that for sure. Hello. Yep. I'm in. Oh, I love that. So, hey, that's a Levy Locke tonight. We'll see if we can keep it rolling. Pilsy's Parlay is 0 for 1, isn't it? Yeah, thanks. No, no, all good. <laughs> you know. You don't want zeros on either side of the ledger, right? You want to get things rolling both ways. No. Uh, I mean, if you start with a loss, then you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I'm feeling good about this one. Do you co-sign on to that one? I mean, last time I had the obvious choice, right? And it was just the Sens that lost. I feel like I'm going to get the obvious one here, and it's down to the boys to help me get this parlay. And help you, because I know, as I talk to many uh, listeners, everyone rides with Pilsy's parlay. No one faded. No, nobody fades. Nope. Why would they? What's, no. what's the point in fading? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't um, know why. Alex Ovechkin to get a point is minus 251. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. yeah, that's about right for Alex Ovechkin in his career against the Ottawa Senators. All right, Pilsy's going to be in the postcast tonight with Atleem's Martian, and I'm hoping that my voice is better the next time we talk. But we appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day here on the Locked On Senders podcast. We can't thank you enough for all the support over the last few months. Hockey's back. It feels so good. And we're going to get this thing rolling. It was a lot of like getting new technology, which we're still figuring out the last couple uh, details here. And then once we have that going, it really will feel like a new era. And the reason why we can reinvest some things in the show is because you're supporting it, whether it's buying merch, coming to the meetups, and, and downloading each and every day. So it means a lot to us. We appreciate it. It gives us motivation to continue. Pilsy, congrats. The only three-time pod of the week locked on podcast. The only three-time champs. And I believe when we were the two-time champs, we were the only ones who had ever done that too. Yeah, so uh, we're we're very humbled by all the kind of gratitude and appreciation we've got. And uh, just to quickly echo Ross's uh, statements, it doesn't happen without the passion of you guys. And it was an absolute thrill to get to see. But it, it was crazy, Ross. We had so many of those moments where it's like we saw people we had never physically met, but yeah, it felt like, felt we, like already, it, you, we already knew them. Like We uh, said 19,000 of our best friends. Yeah, so th- that was uh, it's just a crazy experience, and uh, yeah. We'll be back. Love, love the Sense community, and of course we will be back. 
All right, Pillsy will be back for the postcast tonight, but for today, we say goodbye. Tomorrow, it'll be an early release again. This was just a travel day for us. We appreciate you still holding off and not making anything your first listen until you get the pod. Just playing, but for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. 